0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, now we have a very short chapter. It's just uh, 10 verses. But I want to set the stage one more time for where we're at. And so in the last chapter, um, Haman had gone in to see the king for permission to execute Mordecai, Esther's cousin. And when he arrived, the king had just realized that Mordecai had never been rewarded for exposing the assassination plot against his life. And so he asked Haman, what should I do for the man that I really want to honor? Haman comes up with this lavish tribute, thinking it's for himself. But the king is planning to pay tribute to Mordecai. And he says, Haman, that's such a great idea. You go do all that wonderful stuff for Mordecai that you suggested. So Haman is shocked. He has to honor publicly throughout the city Mordecai at the king's request. And so rather than getting permission to execute Mordecai, Haman has to pay public homage to Mordecai. And immediately at the end of the last chapter, Haman is summoned to Esther's second banquet. So here we go. Esther chapter 7. So the king and Haman went to Queen Esther's banquet. And as they were drinking wine on the second day, the king again asked, Queen Esther, what is your petition? It will be given to you. What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom. It will be granted. Then Queen Esther answered, If I have found favor with you, your majesty, and if it pleases you, grant me my life. This is my petition. And spare my people. This is my request. For I and my people have been sold to be destroyed, killed, and annihilated. If we had merely been sold as male and female slaves, I would have kept quiet, because no such distress would justify my disturbing the king king xerxes asked queen esther who is he where is he the man who has dared to do such a thing esther said an adversary and an enemy this vile haman then haman was terrified before the king and queen the king got up in a rage he left his wine and went out to the palace garden. But Haman, realizing that the king had already decided his fate, stayed behind to beg Queen Esther for his life. Just as the king returned from the palace garden to the banquet hall, Haman was falling on the couch where Esther was reclining. The king exclaimed, Will he even molest the queen while she's with me in the house? As soon as the word left the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs attending the king, said, A pole reaching to the height of 50 cubits stands by Haman's house. He had it set up for Mordecai, who spoke up to help the king. The king said, Impale him on it. So they impaled Haman on the pole he had set up for Mordecai. Then the king's fury subsided. And so, friends... Amazing, amazing twist in the plot. And so the plot to kill all the Jews, inclusive of Mordecai, is in place. Uh, Haman plans to kill Mordecai immediately. He's thwarted, and now he shows up at this banquet. So the king and Haman go into Queen Esther's place, and they're drinking wine on the second day. I'm sure Haman's trying to figure out how to answer for wanting to kill all the Jews. Meanwhile, the king says to Queen Esther, What is your petition? What is your request? I'll give you anything you want up to half of the kingdom. Now, friends, Haman does not know Esther is a Jew. Haman does not know that Esther is related to Mordecai. All this is a surprise to Mr. Haman. And so Queen Esther answers the king, If I have found favor with you, your majesty, and if it pleases you, grant me my life. This is my petition. And spare my people. This is my request. Now, she's talking about all the Jewish people. Haman, up until this moment, does not know she's Jewish. The king has no idea she's Jewish, that she's included in this, this plot of Haman's to destroy all our people. And Esther goes on to say, I and my people, it's planned to destroy and kill and annihilate us. If we'd only been sold into slavery, I wouldn't even have bothered the king. But we're all going to be killed. And so King Xerxes asked Queen Esther, who on earth came up with this plan to kill you and all of your people? And Esther said, is this guy sitting right here? (laughs) Is this Haman? Haman, of course, was correctly and rightly terrified before the king and the queen. The king is so outraged, he gets up from the table and goes out into the palace garden. Haman, meanwhile, realizing that the king is pretty well upset, stays behind to beg Queen Esther for his life. And so he throws himself on the couch where Queen Esther is uh, reclining for the banquet. The king comes in and thinks that she's being assaulted on top of everything else by this Haman. And so uh, one of the attendant eunuchs says to the king that um, Haman had intended to execute Mordecai publicly that very day on a pole that was erected at his house. And the king says, take Haman and impale him on the pole. Kill Haman instead of Mordecai. And so, friends, that's where we leave this chapter. Haman is to be executed by the very means that he intended to execute Mordecai. And so, Lord, we appreciate, once again, you protecting um, Mordecai and Esther and turning the tables on this wicked man, Haman, Haman was the accuser of Mordecai and the Jews before the king, but Esther was the defender. Esther was the one that brought their cause before the king, and she obtained favor to see their lives preserved. Lord, grant us favor. Lord, grant us protection. Lord, watch over us and our families in the days of our flesh, and guide us, Lord, into your presence in due season. In Jesus' name, amen.